What's up? What's up, y'all? And welcome. Welcome. Welcome to some assembly. Some assembly. Some assembly required. Welcome to some assembly required. Let's chat. What's up, y'all? And welcome to some assembly required. Thank you for joining me on this very, very fine Friday. It is again a fighting Friday. It is a some assembly required Friday. It is a freezing Friday out here in Southern California. No joke. I mean, it's not freezing like by the actual degree standards, right? But it's cold. It's like 47 degrees, I think. And there was hail this morning and snow and Fresno and all the good things. So Hope you guys have been staying warm out there, and since you need an indoor activity, why not listen to some Assembly Required? This week, I have something a little different for you guys. Again, right? Trying to change it up, but before I launch into that, I just want to say thanks for being here, especially to those of you that know me personally. It has been so much fun to listen to your guys' feedback, to hear what you're enjoying and what you're maybe not enjoying about um, some assembly required. So thank you, thank you for being here and keep sending all of that feedback my way. I'm happy to apply it or not, like I mentioned in one of my earlier episodes of some assembly required. Anyway, today, getting back to the point, going to start with a little bit of background for you guys to get to know me and then launch into our topic of the day. So I am really plainly a 28-year-old Hispanic female, the youngest of six siblings, a first-generation college student and graduate that elected to attend a women's liberal arts college on the East Coast that looks exactly like Hogwarts. No joke. Look it up. Bryn Mawr College. I am what is considered an Enneagram 8, or more commonly known as the quote-unquote challenger. I graduated with my bachelor's degree in psychology. I talk literally all the time. I'm a really big empath. Like, if you know me, that's my numero uno. I really hate tomatoes, and I really love peanut butter. All of those things, including hating tomatoes and loving peanut butter, result in me being primed to be a specific class of individual, a little different than when we talked about last week. And um, getting a little more direct, it, it means I'm okay at a lot of things, but I'm not great at anything in particular. This, my friends, is the quote unquote, jack of all trades, or what I will be referring to for our purposes as the jote. I am primed due to my age, due to my gender, due to my sex, due to where I fall in line in my siblings when I went to school um, because I'm an empath. All of those things prime me to be good at a lot of things, but not necessarily great at any one thing. We can hyperanalyze whatever aspect that is, whether it's the fact that I was born in 1994 or whether it's that I'm first gen or is it because I'm a female that was born in 1994 and is first gen. You know what I mean? Um, But all those things priming me to be what I call the joke. And I'm going to do as the true anti-historian that I am, I'm going to do you guys a solid. I'm going to give you the wiki facts about the jack of all trades and its origin story. So the first like recorded 
um, piece of history that cites the jack of all trades with slightly different wording in 1592. And some people suspect that it was written about William Shakespeare saying that he is the jack of all trades initially as an insult for having moved from being an actor into being a playwright. Um, Other people say that it was due to this person person named John Florio or something to that effect. But again, wiki facts. So not more deets on that for you today. Then in the 18th century, following the origin of Jack of all trades, 200 years later, they add a second phrase to the Jack of all trades. That is Jack of all trades, comma, master of none. My guess is somewhere in those 200 years, it became unclear that Jack of all trades was an insult and people started getting excited at being being the Jack of all trades, right? I'm excited. I'm good at those things. I want to be the Jack of all trades, but they're like, nah, man, this was supposed to be an insult. That was the intention. So they added master of none and that stuck, man, that stuck for another 300 years before somebody in the 21st century decided that we were going to add a third phrase. So we are now the jack of all trades, comma, master of none, comma, but oftentimes better than master of one. I'll give you a second to reflect on that. One, two, three, go. And then when you're looking at these things, jack of all trades, there's a positive side there. Master of none shoots you down times better than master of one getting that underdog back up to the top there are two schools of thought essentially there's one where the jack of all trades is superior and there's one where the master of one is superior there are these two aspects that we're pinning against each other the jack of all trades the jote and The master of one, or what I'm going to refer to as the greatest of all time, very much, very commonly known acronym, or the GOAT. So today we're talking about the JOAT and the GOAT. I, myself, as I started this podcast, identify as a JOAT. And as much as I would love to speak to all of my GOATs that I'm really surprised you're listening to some assembly required because there's not much left to assemble, I I suppose, for you individuals. But um, the GOAT is pretty easy for me to ID when I think about um, walking into a room and who's going to be the JOAT and who's going to be the GOAT. Like I walk in and Dwayne The Rock Johnson is Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Whether I know he's Dwayne The Rock Johnson, I can just feel that he is who he is. I see him, his presence in a room, like he is the GOAT. There's no question about it. And then I'm looking around at all of his staff that come with him. And there are many jotes, a plethora of jotes and goats for that matter. But the joke is not as easily identifiable. People see the excitement of being a joke. They think that it's super positive. Once they ID this person, right? They're like, oh my gosh, yeah, this makes a lot of sense. Like you're super hot. You know, all the- wow, oh my gosh. But it takes time. It takes time for people to get there. But once people identify the joke, they're pretty stoked because they can see the excitement behind what people can be good at. And that excites 
us in turn, right? Motivates us, inspires us, creativity, etc. But when I'm looking back at the history, the origin story of Jack of all trades, master of none, oftentimes better than master of one, I start to really overanalyze that it took 300 years more than the 200 years it took to add oftentimes better than master of one over master of none. Like, why did master of none come first? We're just partial to these insults and being mean to each other for longer periods of time, obviously, because it's easier to remember when somebody's mean than when somebody's nice. But ultimately, 21st century made it. We added back in that oftentimes better than master of one, although there's still a dig in there. And then we start to think, well, one of them must be better. Right. That's our natural inclination as humans to say, well, there's a right and a wrong and that's about it. Oftentimes there's a gray area. Science usually gives us a black and white area. But either way, let's talk about the pros and the cons. We'll start with the joke. They can do a little bit of everything, our jotes. They gain a lot more skills all around. There are a lot more learning opportunities that are frequent, right? Testing us, helping us grow as people. Even if you think that something is not useful, it might come in useful later. And even if you don't succeed necessarily in something, you at least tried and you gained that experience, right? Whereas the goat doesn't quite have those same abilities in the same fashion. Instead of doing it all, maybe they might just be doing one or a few really good things, right? They're surrounded by a lot of people usually that are supporting them as well. That's great. It adds to their social circles, right? But for the most part, you'll find that the greatest of all time is operating solo. Like the people that are pulling the most weight are pulling it on their shoulders and surround themselves by people that support them in doing that. The goat needs the jotes to survive. But E, you're not answering the question, which one is better? I mean, there's no right or wrong answer here. It's truly both. It depends on who you are as an individual. It depends on your personality. It depends how you grew up. It depends on your background. It depends on nature and nurture, all of those things that I mentioned to you guys would factor into me being the kind of joat that I am. Whereas the goat, I mean, almost irrefutable, the goat is the goat greatest of all time. Like, which one is it? And apparently there are studies out there that do say both. I was exactly correct. It's both. However, more often, the goat is common and successful. That's not to say that the goat is not great, but that is to say that being a goat is associated. There is a correlation with jotes, more skills, more career paths, not at the same intensity, being more successful in life. And what does successful in life mean? That just means that they gain the skills necessary to succeed in a way that they perceive so. E, that is so ambiguous, that's disgusting, that's gross. I mean, if you want a straightforward answer, it's the joke. Unless you're a goat, then it's the goat because you're a goat. And I cannot stand up next to you 
if you're the goat. You know what I mean? Like, actually, I can't stand up next to you, but I'm just not going to be as good as whatever it is that you're doing. But I started reflecting on this a lot, even further than just like, oh, what's a joke? What's a goat? What's better? What's not? Like, thinking past all of that to development and all of the kids that were around all the time, or even adults that were around all the time, and what we're really promoting. Do we want people to focus on one path really early on or do we think that it's it's good to put them in a lot of things and have them narrow it down and when does that become an asset to you versus um, a difficulty a challenge there's two sides to that joke feature we know that it's awesome it's amazing to be a joke and more oftentimes than not if you are a joke you will be more successful but there's the other side of, okay, now I have all of these options and I don't know what to do. Um, that's me, a thousand percent. Ask it. Most people with a psychology degree, except for the people that get the doctorates and maybe people like half the people that do marriage and family therapy. But apart from that, my psych majors out there for the most part are confused and we lean on our empathy and we move into psychology. It's a common path. And it's because we had all these options and no way to sort through it. The real answer is that providing the youth or whomever yourself to more opportunities to gain more skills early on is an asset. But somewhere in that process, you have to start narrowing it down. You have to narrow your scope to start refining what you're really good at. It means that you have a greater chance of success. And if you're a goat out there, you know, you're one of my, I always win the house cup or I never lose the match or I am the Iron Man of the Avengers. Whoops, spoiler alert. Um, or I'm the joke. I'm the, the Hufflepuffs of Harry Potter, the, the Pikachu of Pokemon, kind of just do a little bit of everything. The Doctor Strange the Avengers maybe or I don't know Scarlet Witch I'll I'll let you guys decide the main difference between the joke and the goat is dependent on you the joke is incredible and the goal might be to be a goat in multiple things let's morph in time man like let's let's move it up let's change it around like truly the only main difference between them when I finally looked at everything all together, it's just frequency, frequency of things. Our joke is looking at all the things all the time, and our goat is just not looking at those things anymore. They're looking at a couple of things, sometimes or all the time, you know? So whether you try one things or whether you try 100 things, whether you try one things, whether you try one thing, or whether you try 100 things, it makes no difference if you have the right perspective on it. But if you're a child, you should be a joke because it's too early for you to be that good at something unless you were just born with those skills. Like, you know, those freak, like, pianist and stuff. Like, that's that's a different story. I say freak, but I love them so much. Um, that's it. That's what I wanted to prompt in you guys today, to think about the joke. Think about the goat. Think about your intentions behind labeling somebody as a joke or a goat and whether or not it's serving you 
to live your life. I am a joke. I will admit it to the end of time. I'm a joke. And you know what? I love it here. And that's why there's still some assembly required. I'm not quite goat material yet, but I aspire to be. And why not me? And if you're a goat, thanks for joining us this far. I'm still really surprised that you're here. Um, And to all my jokes out there, let's live it up. And if you feel like you're not a joke and you're not a goat, you just need to expose yourself to a couple more things because you have it in you. I hope you guys have a fantastic rest of your fighting Friday if it's still Friday when you're listening or that, you know, you just take care of yourself this time around. We're ending the winter hopefully sometime soon. I don't know how these things work, but at least in Southern California, this cold will not last forever. So I hope you guys hang in there and I'll catch you on the next, next Friday. Chat soon.